All right, welcome to another episode of the Crush Cast. Today, the national chair of the NAF, Erica Sylvia. Erica, thank you for your leadership and thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you, Jeff. Now let's go back to when you're breaking into the career. I'm just curious about your origin story. What was it about the industry that got your attention and made you interested? Uh, well, the uh, interest in the industry goes back to undergrad. Um, I was a marketing and finance major. I, I kind of always knew that this is where I wanted to end up, but I think like most students, you know, the journey took some twists and some turns. I ended up in a different career of contract management first, but I moved to California a little over 10 years ago. And I found myself working kind of in a more small boutique shop. And I met a gentleman who had a friend who was at AXA at the time. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, it's a real interesting guy. He's in a really interesting niche market and he could really use a junior partner succession plan. And so honestly, we met. It seemed like a good story and a, a new chapter in the adventure. And so I interviewed with AXA at the time and I jumped ship immediately. Wow. Yeah. That's like a bold move. And what? What was it like breaking in? Oh, it's, it's, it's drinking through a fire hose. Um, I was really lucky at the time that we had an incredible um, kind of director of education over here. So you didn't just have the manager. We actually had an individual in here that kind of handheld you through the PEP program, um, did a lot of product training. He was an incredible man. He's, he's passed on since then. But um, so I was lucky to have him. That kind of helped. And then also I immediately went into the gold mentor program. Aha. Yeah. And, you know, that's an oldie, but a goodie. We only have 80 gold mentors in the country. And when you run the numbers on that, as you have experienced, it's good for everybody. Our, our retention and development rates of mentees are off the charts and the gold mentor themselves experience growth. So um, how did that work for you? It, it was a make or break move. I, I honestly think it's one of the most underutilized, misunderstood programs we have available to us. Um, hmm it forced me to really take a hard look at, is this, is this a person I want to work with? Is this part of the market something I want to focus on? They had a vested interest in me. And I, I think it caused both me and that advisor to have a little more skin in the game, right? A little more energy, a little more inertia. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't know if I would have made it without the program. Wow. We, we always talk about joint work and everyone is always willing to help others, but I, I think you move from informal to formal when you go gold mentor, like to your point, like that's commitment. Yep, absolutely. It definitely, it definitely speeds up and shortens the learning curve. So you have to be prepared for that. Um, you really want to commit to the program and commit to the advisor that's, that's taking a chance on you and, and, and opening up their practice and their book of business. Um, if, if there's somebody listening to this that's interested in being a gold mentor, what coaching would you give them in terms of what they should consider and what steps they should take? Um, I'll, I'll do that backwards. I would say, you know, having a conversation with the, you know, the, the branch manager or any of the district managers to see if there's any candidates who they have already thought of might be a good match. And when I say a good match, it's, it's both the professional and the personal side. I spent a lot of time mentor. 
So you want to know that, you know, you're, you're good over a cup of coffee, you're good in a client meeting, you're good during a presentation. And so to make sure that it's, it's synergy, because again, it's a big time and effort commitment. Um, and then for the mentor, you know, you just, you have to be patient with us. We're trying to come up to speed. We're interested, we're hungry. And of course we have a tendency to bring a lot of new ideas and a new way of maybe looking at situations. So the mentor has got to be a little open-minded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good guidance. I know you've gotten people's attention. Let's move to the NAF. And first off, thank you for your leadership. It is a massive investment of time and energy and so appreciated, a differentiator for Equitable. What got you started with the NAF? Sam Curtin. Hands down, it's it's amazing how our, we've come full circle. So when I was part, when I joined my producer group, um, there was another female advisor, and I think she kind of saw, you know, me drinking through the fire hose, trying to figure out everything going on at once. And so she was looking for an alternate. So in the NAF, we have our branch reps, mm -hmm. and we also have an alternate. And I'll never forget, she said, it'll be real easy, I promise. It's one phone call. <laughs> I was her alternate on comp and benefits, which oh. can be a very confusing aspect when you're a DSF trying to really master how it is we, we are compensated. Um, and what ended up happening was she had to be a maid of honor in a wedding October meeting. So I went from being an alternate to flying to Newark and standing in her place at this huge meeting with all of these people who had merely been names on an org chart or it, it was, it was a lot, but it was yeah. really incredible. And then, so when she rolled off um, as branch rep, I stepped in and I always joke around with people that are interested. I go, it's amazing and a slippery slope. I started as a branch alternate and now I'm the national chair. It's this really great progression. And one thing about the NAF, it lets you dip a toe. You can be a branch alternate. You can have a further commitment and become a branch rep. Where you, you have the one phone call a month and you have that one major meeting in October. And then it, it, it becomes addictive and you want to stay involved and you want to take it to the next level. And we have our executive committee you can run for, and then maybe you want to run for vice chair. And then the next thing you wake up and you're the national chair. Uh, it, it didn't certainly move very fast for you. What were your observations? So it, with all of this involvement, if we have somebody that's of course aware of the NAF, but not, has not been involved, what are your observations about the experience and, and what, any surprises? Um, the, the surprise was when you actually got to meet the home office counterparts and they become real. And I don't just mean real in their role, but they become real people with real stories. And it, it's not just the field bulletins and the email blasts and the state of the branches. These are, these are actual people that you get to connect with on a very human level. Um, professionally, the biggest surprise and maybe one of the selfish rewards is you really get a deeper understanding of the why. I think in the field, we're very, very, very busy being us right? We're, we're being advisors and we have clients to mind and practices to run that sometimes you get that 4 p.m. on a Friday field bulletin and you're just like, how do we get here? What does this mean? How, the how and the why? NAF gives you an opportunity to kind of peek behind the curtain and to be involved on a whole new level to have a deeper understanding. And so that's something I always try to tell people that are interested in getting you know, involved is you really start to see the how and the why. It's been, been very rewarding. 
very good, very good for learning how to run one's practice too. Well, I've seen that. I've seen that as our advisors become involved, in addition to sharing the experience that you have, it's fascinating when they transition back full time into their role as an advisor, all of them experience an uptick, all of them. I, I don't know what it is that drives that, but it happens. Um, thinking about your own practice and thinking about your future, what are you most excited about with regards to the business? Um, well, I will say whether, whether by choice or by force, you know, that this whole COVID era really taught us a whole new way of being efficient, um, maximizing technologies, leveraging different resources just to kind of run leaner, run faster be more organized. So uh, I've taken a lot of that and I'm, I'm very excited about how to make that my own and, and leverage it in the future. Um, it is great to be able to be back in person. I know we're all really excited about the events. I'm, I'm really looking forward to just this year and being able to spend time with a lot of the people that have um, really shaped the last eight years of my career. And then again, just the space we're headed into as a company, I think um, really proud of our history, but the industry is kind of moving and we're moving with it. So as we look at a lot of, um, you know, the activity happening in the broker dealer space, um, just the more well-rounded, you know, I you know we're calling it holistic planning, but just being able to offer more to our clients in a way that makes sense. It is exciting. Right? We definitely see growth ahead. Let me ask you this as a final question. As you reflect on your career so far, what are you most proud of? Um, well, I mean, professionally things are going well, but personally I've managed to actually create very strong relationships and friendships here at my firm, Equitable as a whole, and particularly the NAF. I mean, again, the exposure we get to just brilliant people, great people, um, it's a game changer. So I'm just really proud of how the journey is going. It hasn't been perfect. There have been some bumps, but, um, overall I, I, I'm very happy about, you know, how the story's gone and where it's going. There have been bumps. There will definitely continue to be bumps, but we have an amazing partnership and we figure out how to ride out the storm and how to smooth them out. Um, a great discussion. Thank you for your leadership. The national chair of the NAF. It's an amazing responsibility. And thank you for all you do for all of us. Thanks, Erica. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for your partnership. Have a great weekend.